Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Out of the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Yeah, very good morning, everyone. Welcome to Behind the Gates. Uh, about to have a close look at Ramwick and take your text messages. Uh, already a number of them rolling forward. We appreciate it. Keep them coming. Uh, if you've got anything on your mind in regards to this Ramwick program or uh, last week we had some beauties, um, just random texts about anything, anything you want to get off your chest, um, we'll read them out, uh, providing they're appropriate, of course. Uh, the team is here. I'll say good morning, firstly, to Darren Flindell, who's in the broadcast box at Ramwick, gearing up for a big day of calling. Darren, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, uh, Luke. It's another beautiful winter's day here. I, I sort of got the feeling when I was walking over to the track today that we'd already hit September, October. It's 17 degrees now. There's no wind at all. And a high of around 24, 24 wow. degrees expected uh, mid-afternoon. So this is almost uh, mid-late spring here at the moment. It's outstanding, mate. Um, now, uh, we're off a win last week, which is fantastic. I know you're not used to that being a Tigers supporter, but how good? Can we go back to back? I think we will. Um, yes. To be honest, this is this is not a good meeting today. This is like a midweek card, to be honest. But I think the quality of the horses that we've each picked, uh, I think Brad and Hurls got in early and snapped up the ones that I was going to go <laughs> with. So, But I, I'm, I'm fairly happy with the one that I've uh, had to settle on now in race nine. And, uh, yeah, I think overall we'll be on the money. It's just I'm not sure what price we're going to get. Yes, well, that'll all be revealed very shortly. Uh, Darren, there's an elephant in the room. Uh, I'll bring Brad Davidson in to talk about this. Now, Dave, as I say good morning to you, the multi last week, we got it up for five bucks. Smart little miss in race one provided by Darren. Inhibitions myself, um, an unlucky placing, but ran top four. That's all we needed her to do. What he goes in race number five and your selection, Omni-Man, in race number nine. But what happened? You wanted to cry poor afterwards that we robbed the punters of some value in the multi because you just didn't check the work emails. And I know you also selected Steely as a possible horse for the multi instead of Omni Man, which would have made it a fat $12 instead of five. So when you come on, David, you've got to apologise to the punters for robbing them of this value, uh, not checking the work emails, not not conversing with Dicko about this uh, this multi last week, mate. You need to lift, brother. Morning, guys. How are we? Yeah, look, we're putting the blame on me. Typical, absolutely typical. The, the truth behind this story is I, I rarely read work emails, and I said, boys, Steely or uh, Omni Man, you guys decide. And uh, it was Marlowe and Andrew Hurley that decided the safe option. They wanted to be safe because they hadn't got one for a while. Instead of taking it on, taking the game on, taking the $12, we would have got it. But uh, I remember after. Uh, all you guys had got your legs up. Hurls has sent a little message saying, oh, you better get yours home even after Steely's already lobbed and he's gone the other way. So typical Hurls, typical Hurls, putting the, putting the blame elsewhere. But, uh, yeah, you too. Just a little bit too safe for my liking. Well, uh, need, to, need to just grow up a little bit. Well, just hang on. We'll bring Hurls in a second to rebut that statement. But, you know, if we're going to subpoena for witnesses in a court of law here. I've got a rather incriminating email here from a certain Bradley Davidson. Guys, Omni-Man if we want a short one. Steely if we need a roughie. Cheers, Davo. Is that fence-sitting, Brad? Or, I mean, why didn't you actually have a firm opinion and guide us? I mean, we're not picking your leg for you. I'm here to just try and keep the ship running steadily. But I feel like you're trying to shift blame and not taking responsibility for robbing our faithful listeners of a bit of fat last week. That's just, that's just allowing you guys the flexibility to do what you like because I know you guys haven't quite hit the, the nail on the head in, in recent weeks. So I wanted to I wanted to just give you guys a bit of flexibility and say, look, if you want to go short, I'm happy to take the roughy, but if you want to go a bit wider, I'll take the safe leg. So you guys decide what you want to do. I'll do I'll do whatever. So all right. that was, well, that's all that was. Well, I'm going to throw it over to our audience. You've heard the evidence, punters and listeners out there. Fire us through a text, 0419-767-272. Did Brad Davidson handle it poorly last week? Has he not taken responsibility for his own leg? Um, Yes, I put my hand up. I went the shorter leg because I thought, yes, Omni, man, that's a nice way to finish. He's a dead set lock. We're a bit out of form. I'm the captain of the team. I just wanted to get a bit of morale back with a winner. But do you think Davo should be held equally, if not more, accountable. Let us know your thoughts. Now, Prose- Darren. Prosecutions, prosecutions made a strong case there. Are you oh. auditioning for a gig at the DPP? <laughs> <laughs> I just might. <laughs> well, I just had to provide the evidence, and Davo was 
was saying that it was solely my choice, but it, it appeared that in that email he left it pretty open, uh, Darren, I would have thought. Um, now, anyway, we, uh, we move on. We move on. Our man is here. He, uh, look, I don't want to say he abandoned me this morning, guys. Um, but he's, he's a little bit... Uh, we got the violin out uh, for Hurls. He's had the spicy cough overnight. Uh, he couldn't oh, turn up for the previews. But this is what I love about him. He's just pulled himself together. He knows he's an important part of the Behind the Gates team. And he's here, guys. He's here despite being under the weather. Hurls, welcome to Behind the Gates. Thank you very much for that intro, Luke. Um, it's great to be here. <laughs> How you going, mate? <laughs> he's sounding... Oh. <laughs> Oh, mate, I'm all right. No, I'm not great, to be honest with you. Yeah, I just, um, <laughs> oh, I've had it since, uh, for almost two weeks, and every day I think, oh, I'm going to get better. I'm just, yeah, I'm just coughing attacks and everything, but... Um, mate, if yeah, you're, if you're a racehorse, um, you're a late scratching today. The temp would be up. Mm, um, you mm. cast, brother. Mm. Oh, I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah, sounds... We're going to get this multi up today, too, so... Uh, Definitely. Yeah. Darren, what do you uh, think? Teaspoon of cement, or what's doing? Oh, this is a worry. What is it, two years, did he say? Well, two months. That's two weeks. Two weeks. Oh, two weeks. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> it, it, it seems like it is cracking a bit. Yes, um, indeed. Yes. Maybe you need a nice freshen up at a nice uh, tropical resort somewhere just to... Mm. <laughs> That's one from the, the Flindell. That's the Flindell playbook, that. <laughs> that yes. you, that'll get you back. <laughs> um, good to hear Dan on the text line up and about. Team, I want more. Behind the Gates gets up last week. It covered all of our weekend expenses, including drinks and a barbecue. We're yeah, all ears for a repeat. Dan, that's fantastic that you partaked in the multi last week. We're going to do our absolute best to go again. How's this track going to play today, Davo? Oh, look, I think it'll be pretty fair. Uh, rail 5, it's a bit, a bit of a mixed bag. Sometimes a little bit fence in run, other times fair. But, look, it's generally a big big track, isn't it, Randwick? So I, I don't think it'll be... Too bad. Um, nice that there's just that little bit of a sting out of it. It's going to help a few that I don't, don't mind today at a bit of odds. But, um, yeah, look, I think it would be a fair track. But, yeah, it's a tough program, isn't it? I kind of echo what Darren said. It's 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 a pretty – there's a couple of races there that are pretty thin. And um, you, you've got a five, six chance. There's a lot of races and you're taking five, six dollars. Mm. So it's that type of meeting. And, um, yeah, just trying to, trying to sort of etch out a, a couple of – couple of sort of little edges in the market rather than be really confident and stamping a lot today. Absolutely. Darren, are you of a similar uh, view? Yeah, it was funny when I did the form on race four, I started on Thursday and I just put that aside. I said, I'll worry about that later. I looked at it <laughs> yesterday, I said, I'll worry about that later. And at 7.30 this morning, I thought, oh, I've got to tip something. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, we, we're getting a few texts about Dave from last week. Um, clear lack of professionalism. Uh, is one not checking his work emails? He's still on holiday mode. I think that's tongue in cheek, Davo, but I think that's also fair commentary. Um, few wishing us good luck for this week. Davo loves the dollar ten pop for top four. Davo has splinters in his bum. I think that's from Megs. Um, so, Davo, yeah, look, I think the general <laughs> consensus him. is you're responsible for your own leg and pull yourself together. <laughs> well, look, all I'll say is I had two legs last week and they both got up. So, I mean. <laughs> Eagle Pete says, can we call it Brad Ball now with the steely tip? Good luck today, Pete. <laughs> 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 oh, let's get into it. Uh, we have got to talk about Mogo Magic because there's a few texts about him already, guys. Um, race number just escapes me. Is it seven? I'm pretty sure it's race seven, Darren. I might give you first bite of the cherry yes. here. And there's an elephant in the room in this race. Our girl, Tintuki, who cost us two weeks ago. Um, but she was slow to recover. So I think she can bounce back. Well, she, uh, she's got to be given one more chance, I guess, because she has been so consistent all the way through prior to that last run. Um, but I guess there is a little bit of a question mark there now. Uh, I've got to go with Mogo Magic. When he won the highway race back in February, I thought, oh, this is, uh, this is well above uh, country class of this horse. He was just way too good. And then back again and, uh, and won first up. Just, just looked like a real good horse here. And uh, he's got that tactical early speed as well. I won't be tipping against Mogo Magic there. But Tin Tuki, I put in the numbers. I think I made her fourth best just, uh, just to be safe. But yeah, very keen on that favourite. And I think Vindication, uh, there was no fluke about Vindication's first up win at Wyong. It was, was heavily back there off what 
was a really sharp trial leading into it, so I'm sort of nominating Vindication as my Quinella horse. Bradley? Yeah, look, I think it's a good race to bet into, and I must admit I, I've got a different view here. I'm, I've sort of labelled him that my risk of the day, Mogo Magic, I think he's far too short. Um, you, you can just take a, a great line last start through Rose Hill, same day, both horses, Tintuki and Mogo Magic, have raced over 1,100 metres, and you look at the times on the day, and uh, Wave Rider Boy went about five lengths faster than Mogo Magic, and wasn't really a different shape of race either. It was just <clears throat> much better race. And if you actually just, just level them up on the day, Kentucky's run a faster time, a faster last 600 easily, and just a better overall performance. So, you know, and they went up $10, they went up 230 I just think we're getting a little bit overhyped, Mogo Magic. I mean, he's been good, but he's been winning in highway grade, and all of a sudden he, he finds a, a much deeper race today with some real up-and-comers. Um, and I think the other pertinent point here is, surely if you're the Widup stable here today, you're not letting, you're doing whatever you can to not let Mogo Magic lead. I mean, you've got Incentive Jewel inside. She's a mad leader for one, so it's helping her chances because she's a mad railer. She doesn't leave the rail at all. <clears throat> so the worst case for her is getting third the fence behind Mogo Magic and then having to get off the rail in the, in the, in the straight because she just wants to get back to the rail all the time. She just lays in towards it. So that's one reason, but the second reason is you're kicking up and um, you, you keep Mogo. If Mogo Magic doesn't lead, I think he's in all sorts of trouble. Um, and if he leads, I think he's having to work overtime to get there. So I, I think Tintuki's uh, the one. Like, I mean, you got to remember, she started $3.20 in this grade last start, and everyone, you know, she went up $10 after that off one bad run when she pulled up slow to recover. Back to 1100 If she jumps and she's two lengths off him, I, I think she'll just beat him easily. But if she... She's just a little bit slow out, and that's a little concern where she gets to. But, look, I'm with her. I think Vindication's the danger. I, I backed him as well this morning at $10. They, they were still hanging around at 10 this morning. Thought he was terrific first up, three wide, no cover. Always shaped and, and thought he was a Saturday horse, and he just had some uh, some issues towards the end of last prep. But his trials were sensational, and the first up win was arrogant off what I thought was a, a pretty average ride. So... I thought he was great there. He can only bounce off that and keen to take on Mogo Magic. I think I marked him 360 and um, I, I struggled to get him any shorter than that. Are you done yet? <laughs> That's me. <laughs> but very in-depth, comprehensive. very comprehensive. It's outstanding analysis. Um, uh, I mean, Hurls, a punter's agreeing with Davo now with Mogo Magic because he, he seems to have just been very well backed right the way through. So I guess there's a school of thought out there that he, he can make the step up today. Yeah, there is. It's two forty. I put him out at two twenty this morning. Now two thirty. Um, I'm just going to be really interested to hear what Tim Ryan says. Um, whether they're mm. going to take it on because there has been money for Tim Talkie, six dollars to four forty, and and Brad um, yeah got a piece of that ten dollars for vindication this morning. And it's now into seven fifty. So, and I tend to agree with everything that Brad has said. I just look. Visually impressive, but then, you know, the race is dissected. Um, was it as good as what it looked? And you want to find $2.30 uh, to find out. I even thought that um, Diamond Dealer had some sort of hope in the race as well. <laughs> there's, there's some absolute beauties on the text line this morning, guys. I, I can't read them all, but I'm going to just <laughs> converse with our production panel about one. Uh, just to, it's, it's sort of borderline, but I really want to... Um, it's, it's very, very funny. Um, so keep them coming this morning, listeners. Uh, you're in great form, um, I must say. So that's race number seven. Uh, one listener um, notes that Darren is well-travelled. He's a well-travelled lad. We know that. And wanted to know if Darren's ever been to Naples because this listener likes <laughs> King of Naples in race number six. Darren, now what's the pizza like there? <laughs> so, <laughs> I can't read the second half of Sven's. Uh, text from Greenpoint, but the second half is, is pretty funny, but uh, it's got to go through to the keeper, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, dear. I'll send that through to us on the, yeah, on the private line. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, Naples, no, never been. I've been to Italy a few times, various parts, but not to Naples. Mm. Pizza in Naples is terrific, mm. but but the the place itself, yeah, it's, yeah. If it, your best joint is, go get a pizza and then get right out of there because it is absolutely, oh. Oh, it's not great. It's, yeah. um, you just get straight away to the Amalfi Coast if you go there. Yeah, keep going. I did to go Sorrento. once to the, to the coastal town of Camoli 
and beautiful little spot, and it was in the guts of the the Santa uh, in the summer. And we went into one of those pizza places, and uh, sat down to to order. I said, "Oh, what pizza do you have?" I said, "Oh, no, no pizza, no what? pizza tonight." I said, "Oh, <laughs> why? Too hot." Too hot for for what? the chef to cook because <laughs> the temperature was too hot. Oh, that would oh, oh, do me. What else do you have? Nothing. I said, "Why are we here?" She goes, "I don't know." <laughs> You're kidding me, Darren. <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of the greats. That um, you're right, though. Naples, yeah, it, it give it a miss, but yeah, keep going to the Amalfi Coast, Sorrento, Positano, all that sort of stuff. Very good. Um, if you're taking the better half, it's a beautiful beautiful part of the world guys um on king of naples he overcame some traffic didn't he darren to win on the canterbury track last start so i would imagine that Mm. he's going to be a chance particularly with nash on yeah that was a decent win and run down shines and shines was really well ridden and won there on on wednesday so considering king of naples was even money favorite there and overcame the traffic jam to win nashville willa on today yeah a lot of pluses I went with straight acer. I just thought his win at Hawkesbury was really good. He probably, if, if he got clear running early, he would have won by a pretty good space. But he nailed Kangaroo Court on the wire. Kangaroo Court uh, won last Saturday at Rose Hill. So a bit of a form line there. I just think he's a nice each-way price here, straight acer. Okay. Um, Hurls, uh, are they doing much on this race? race uh, $3.90 uh, for plundering makes it favourite. Uh, but <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, opened up at 4.20 this morning. Uh, on the board, a bit of money for Star Mistress, Winchat. Um, you know, that's, it's a pretty settled trade. Yeah, the best back runner would be the favourite there, Plundering. Um, and whilst King and Naples been pretty pretty, uh, pretty solid, what'd you make of Venelope, um, Davo? No, I thought the run was terrific there mm. the other day. He really hit the line powerfully. Just would have liked a little bit further now, maybe, but... Um, Stable gave it a nice enough push during the week with the interview I heard with them. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just probably sums up the day, doesn't it? The type of race. Mm. It's, it's got a $4 to field, plundering. He's, he's there, he's exposed. Chorton Lane was okay against the, the pattern the other day, but definitely nothing to rave about. So, and, and he maps awkwardly. So, do you want to take $4 him when he's got no upside for mine, really? Um, not, not where I want to go. I'd probably lean... I leant towards Winchat down the bottom. I thought he did a good job there, fresh outside lead. And, <laughs> excuse me, in a race where they uh, they rolled along at a, at a good tempo, I thought he was sort of left there and, and, and really battled away nicely. 54 on his back here. He doesn't have to improve much off the ratings to be right in the finish here. Matt's well. And uh, he was the way I, I lent on King of Naples. Got to be a chance, but... Um, look, was held up and, and did a good job to win there the other day after being held up. But at the same time, he kind of gets that run at Canterbury that's probably the best run in Australia, isn't it? Just behind the speed of the fence. And, and if you're there, you, you know, as we saw at Canterbury on Wednesday, if you were there, it was worth two, three lengths. So um, it just needs to step up again, but gets the right jockey to do so. But win chat for me in an open race. All right, that's race number six, guys. Um, I really want to jump to the first. Uh, just keen to discuss this race. I think it's an exciting start to the day in mm. less than an hour now, Darren. And uh, we see Estriella, uh, a sharp debut winner. Shaken was fantastic. So, yes, they bring the provincial form lines. But I think these horses are, are really progressive and a fair bit of style about their last start wins, those two in particular. Yeah, I agree. And this uh, opening race probably determines whether Dylan Gibbons has got any hope of at least levelling up with Zach Lloyd in the Premiership. There's three wins between them, and Zach's on the uh, Shaken, and Dylan Gibbons is on the other favourite here, Estriella. I like Shaken. Um, I, I really like the way she was going leading up to that maiden win at uh, Wyong, and she just trounced them. Mm-hmm. Some horses out of that just look second class, and uh, and one of them, Manhattan Baby, who finished out the back one at Bathurst during the week. Um, the likes of Love and Light, who did the chasing in Rockabilly Rebel, haven't won since, but I'm not going to hold that against Shaken. I, I think she's a good filly. And I've got her just on top of Estriella. They're the only two uh, that I'm looking at. And, uh, yeah, if Shaken is successful, that'll probably put the apprentice's title to bed. Zach's got 10 rides today, V. Dillon's eight rides. Mm, yeah, thanks for that update, Darren. Uh, it's been exciting uh, over the last few weeks and months, hasn't it, that apprentice's battle? And mm. I know in the group chat, Davo, we were chatting about the, this race, and you think it's between these two favourites, uh, or you did at least at the time. Uh, is that where you've sort of landed? Yeah, I think it's a good race. I think it's race of the day stuff here, and... Mm. 
I do think it's going to be a race where these horses will go on and, and potentially be stakes class horses. Estriella and, and Shaken, they look two progressive ones. Um, I, I lent the way of Shaken as well, just simply with that. The last 600 there, fresh, was, was very, very impressive. And uh, for a two-year-old was, was, you know, the, the, the sort of figures you'd expect of a almost a stakes horse. So a um, little bit of a, a tricky draw and needs to come across and get a bit of luck early where Estriella is the one that's going to get that beautiful run and, and finish off powerfully as we saw there when she got out uh, on debut and the second horse has come out one since. So, look, they look the clear too for me. Uh, I think it just goes to show, you know, that a lot of these fresh horses coming in, I mean, a fatuation's run fourth in a magic million, so it looks decent form, but I think these other two off, off sort of what, you know, provincial wins are actually uh, a bit a bit better. So, yep, um, looking forward to so that race and seeing how it plays out. And just on that, guys, how how good's that apprentice battle been? But also yeah. the Australian Jockeys Premiership. I mean, mm. that yesterday, yes. Orman and uh, Bullock <laughs> going blow to blow. I mean, I think uh, Bullock got five at Tamworth and, and uh, uh, Orman got the last at Ippy to, I think, they're, I think they're, what, 199.5 and, and 199. I mean, to, the staggering. They're on both on track to ride 200 winners for the season. Bullock's strike rate, something like 25%. And they're both riding... Here, there, and everywhere to uh, try to beat beat each other. I think uh, I think Bully's got an extra day at, at uh, Wellington on Monday, but um, it's going to go right down to the wire that one as well. Well, Orman's got a little ace up his sleeve, What's doing the double Woomba? header today. He's going mm. to ride it to Woomba tonight. Ah, yeah, that's right. a big ace. Yes, oh, he's pulling <laughs> yeah. out all stops, Darren. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, well done to the lads. They're really putting on a performance here. Yeah, what Aaron achieved yesterday, five, my goodness. But yeah, Jimmy going to Toowoomba tonight. Oh, that's a, oh. that's a big advantage. <laughs> I love it. Uh, it's been absorbing hurls, and um, I don't think we bet on the overall premiership, did we? Uh, Tab.com.au. I'm not um, too sure, but. Yeah, we, um, we, we we certainly did with the jockeys, uh, with the apprentices. I'll just have a look to see, actually, if that is still open. Uh, it was under racing extras. And, yeah, Zach Lloyd's now 104. Uh, Dylan Gibbons, $11. But that market uh, flipped and flopped, particularly in the last sort of six or eight weeks, where one week Zach was favourite next to Dylan and, and vice versa. But oh, I don't think there's any doubt um, that both are going to go on. You know, a lot of the time you'll see, and I heard someone say during the week that, you know, a lot of the time once their apprenticeship is up and they're getting rides, obviously, during the off-season that they'll, uh, you know, head to the provincials or whatever. But I think both of these young Not guys, will, guys, yeah, they'll, they're, they're, uh, they're the real deal. So they'll, they'll, um, they'll stay in town and it'll be great to see how they, uh, how they kick on. Who's Just the better jockey? Ooh. What was that, Davo? Who's the better jockey question. out of the two? Oh, okay, yeah, good call. What do you think, Darren? Who's who's who do you think's better Ooh. out of Lloyd and Gibbons? When we first saw Zach, uh, probably last September or so, come to town, I thought this guy looks like an absolute future superstar. And <clears throat> and had it not been for suspensions, oh, I think yes. he's racked up nine. Yeah. Since then. Imagine what his figures would be. He'd probably be giving James McDonald a run for his money in the overall premiership. But watching Dylan Gibbons uh, as time goes on, he just he just keeps getting better, uh, better and better. I, gee, I, I wouldn't like to split them. I think there's a lot of brilliance there with Zach Lloyd, but Dylan Gibbons has got a really good head on his shoulders, and that's made the difference. That's why they're in a tussle. Dylan doesn't get suspended. He hasn't been reckless. And that's put him in this uh, prime position to, to give it a real shake. Yeah, as often. You're right. He's, yes. he's been out there a lot more this season. Um, yeah, I, I'm similar to Darren. I wouldn't like to buddy, uh, insult the boys by, by going one way or another. I think they're still on the improve. So it's, the answer's a pineapple for me. But I know, Dave, oh, you'll have a, an opinion, surely. <laughs> yeah, look, uh, Darren Splinter's Splindell and Luke Splinter's Marlowe. Uh, <laughs> Dick, boys. Uh, look, I think... It's, you know, yeah, I mean, you look at the stats and Lloyd's had about 200 less rides, I think, to get the, you know, to be in front. So I, I think Lloyd, for sure, just probably sort of 5, 10% for me. Um, why would I say that? I just think he, he just, I just think he finds, I just think if I'm, if, I, if I'm on both, like I've probably been on the wrong end of Dylan a few times in the last sort of uh, three, four months, to, you know, with Tata Lavita and a few like that, but. I just think he, he he just gets into the the positions and he 
Uh, they're both absolute stars. So does Dylan, to be honest. But I just think when you look at the numbers, um, you know, one striking at sort of 22% in town and the other striking at 13 14%. So I think that gives us a guy that Zach's probably just a bit ahead at this stage. Yep. No, that's a fair point. And Big, D, Big D's back in work, and I desperately want Dylan to stick with him when he returns to the track. <laughs> Dalalart. Dalalart, yeah. So how's his preparation going, Darren? Is he... Oh, he won a trial at, uh, at Gosford on Wednesday, so uh, that's promising. One more, and then back to the races, see if we can pinch a benchmark 78. Oh, beautiful. Uh, boys, we're going to go to race number nine here because I had a text about uh, King of the Castle from a listener, and Darren, I know you're pretty keen on this boy's chances today. He's come up with a draw, so I thought that was a big factor. He won't uh, have to get as far back as he often does. And uh, Dylan uh, Dylan Gibbons in the saddle I thought was a huge plus as well. But some of his run, when he won at Warwick Farm uh, over a mile there, three starts back, that was a, that was a great performance. Um, I've been impressed with some of his, his defeats as well, particularly here at Roundwick last time when uh, coming from right out the back, thundering home. I just thought from Barrier 3 he wouldn't be that far back, not not uh, doing too much chasing. He's my pick for the multi today. Uh, the other good ones were taken, but I'm happy to go with this because I, I cannot see King of the Castle missing top four. What do you think, Tazarol, I was dirty when I was dirty being away because I've been on that Tazarol every time. Oh. And then uh, you, you're sort of lying there by the pool and watching the, the, the replays come up when they do on the Sky Racing uh, Twitter site. I thought, ah, oh, damn, this, and I saw it was $7. That, uh, that ruined my day. <laughs> so well, why, well, what's your excuse? You, 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 couldn't, um, you couldn't get the VPN going? What happened? Oh, no, I could if I wanted to, but to be honest, when you I'm on holidays... Out. You zoned out. No, I zoned out. I, I, I just don't want to get involved. Oh, Unless I, I see something I really like. And to be honest, that's the only winner of the day I would have backed, so I, I could handle that. Okay. What if I wanted a bit of critiquing on my calls? Nothing. No listening. Nothing. Just brush. <laughs> Thanks a lot. <laughs> Watching them subsequently, of course. Actually, the replay's on Thoroughbred Central right now of Tazarol. <laughs> oh, there he is. To, to rub that in. Oh, look at Grazella Styler. Oh, climbing over their backs. Jeez. He's, he's, As been, usual. he's been torture, hasn't he? Uh, <laughs> Dovo, what do you think about this ninth race? Um, Darren's made the case for King of the Castle. I think Tazarel fits in. But the thing with this race is the the picnic that Stonecoat's likely to get in front. Yeah, and that's the, the reason I kind of lean his way. But I, I, I thought there were seven hopes, and I thought there was a link between them. So I didn't have a – so I wasn't confident on the race. I went with Stonecoat just simply because of that reason, that he's going to get that soft lead. Um, he's getting short, though, isn't he, for a horse that's sort of off the canvas fresh and then was pretty plain second up. He's got that – he leads and then kicks at the top of the straight and then kind of just grinds late. So it was a race, though, where they, they – down the outside, so um, yeah, I want, I want to be forgiving last time and go with him. Um, I think Darren's made the case for King of the Castle. My only little knock with him was back to a mile. I would have much preferred 1800 for him, but they just got too far back on him the other day. A lot of people are going to come up with Tazarol, and I can see why, but you know, when, you, when you win a race where there's six hard luck stories behind you that you could probably make a case that three or four should have won the race, you, you, I just always a little bit guarded by it. Um, so, yeah, Stone Coat, but I think Battleton will run really well. He was luckless last time out, and his figures prior to that with J-Mac on sets up pretty well at the insides holding up too. So, yeah, I, I thought there were six, seven hopes there, and um, it, was a, it was a tough race. Hells, any thoughts uh, from yourself on this one? No, I probably concur with that. Um, yeah, from a betting perspective, um, yeah, you've got... We took a bet of 2,500 as soon as the market opened. On Wednesday afternoon, on the favourite stone coat, it's 4:20 into 3:80 today. But uh, yeah, I couldn't. What? Yeah, it's uh, yeah, 3:80. I'd say it's going to jump four dollars the field that race. Stadio Mastalia, um, probably been a little bit disappointing, but this is you his think? pet trip. Mm. Oh, I've given up. I've given up. Yeah, I've given up on a Stadio. Um, Phil from Mudgee's mm. a good man. Um, listens regularly. Um, always good for a text or two. He's he... What a filthy watch that was last time, pulling its head off the first half of the race. Yeah. Astadio. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he's, yeah, he's done my head in completely. Um, Phil says Silent Agenda and Anagain. Um, Anagain's, I think, in a different race. But look, Silent Agenda, he's an honest toiler. Um, he's susceptible, I think, to an up-and-comer. But um, good luck to you, Phil, uh, with that particular horse. But, yeah, Dave, I'll he's give a you think he's a, he's chance? a chance? Yeah, yeah he's a chance. Um, he just had no luck the other day. Like, he was out of that race and, you know, he got held up until the 100. 
Mm. I've had two horses in that race, um, Grisilla Stoller and Solon Agenda, and both never got a crack at it. How, you, how well are you going if you can't get a crack with two horses <laughs> in a race? But, um, yeah, look, he, he was – and his run, going back a few starts ago behind Stonecoat, was just as good as Stonecoat's. I mean, he's had to he's had to go snag, snag from wide gates, and then finally drew a gate to, to be there and then couldn't get a run at him. So he's had no luck at all the way – and he's going really well. The only little thing I would have liked is – when he got out the last 100 the other day, he, he plotted. He didn't finish off, and there were a few horses going better than him late. So that was – I just marked him back a little there, but he's in the quaddy definitely for me. Mm. Uh, I've had two texts about and again. Um, Ross from Port, the latest one, race 10, uh, horse number 14. Gee, oh, she's been frustrating, hasn't she, uh, Davo? I mean, one win from 19. She's been so close. Uh, she nearly got there. At a last start a couple of weeks ago, but um, look, I've nearly given up. But I understand if a listener out there wants to have a dabble each way, I think she'll be competitive again. Yeah, I think so. She's no weight on her back. She'll hit the line powerfully. Yeah, I mean, oh, I always, I guess I'm always forgiving in that, you know, I think that a, oh, I never give up on horses because you they, they can always find a race, right? And, and she, she, she's capable here. I would have liked to seen her put away that field at Warwick Farm three or four starts ago there where it just looked like her race and she wasn't able to get the job done. So that's always a, in the back of my mind. But, um, look, I think Banana Queen's the one there. But, yeah, again, like it's 280, 290, I think, or something like that. You, there's a few queries there. First up, big way, short of her best Is it distance. that short like now? A, yeah, now? 290, guys. Really? Is that right, Hurst? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. It's, excuse oh, me. Um, yeah, 290. Clearly um, the one to beat, but yeah, short, short enough. Yeah, we opened up at 360 and a couple of punters, uh, two lots and $1,000 Wednesday afternoon at that 360. Yeah, it's in at 290 now. Again, I'd say you'll probably get $3 for it. At least, if not 320. Oh, thanks, really? thanks, Earl. That's 10 cents. <laughs> Come on, be bold. Oh, mate, I know how tight you are. Every 10 cents uh, is valuable to you, so I thought you'd be thanking me. <laughs> <laughs> back to your corners, gentlemen. Back to your oh, corners. The Burley's <laughs> back in the water. Uh, <laughs> um, Darren, do you do you concur? I know you're a trial perv. Uh, you would have seen Banana yes. Queen at Hawkesbury. Um, yeah, I thought she was um, outside of the, Godolph- the Godolphin army that trialled well there that mm. morning. I thought Banana Queen was one that sort of stood out to me from that trial session. Really liked her work. And... Uh, I think on Wednesday, by the time I realised, I'd sort of looked at the fields and realised she was in, I thought, oh, what price? And I think she was a lot better than 360 on Wednesday because I was a bit dirty that I missed the price and thought, oh, maybe she'll get out. But she's done nothing but shorten since. There's nothing else in the race I like and nothing. So I'm very happy to go with Banana Queen first up with Nashville Willa. In regards to and again, it's just a little reminder. I've got to buy some more printing paper. I printed 42 pages of the best bets and again appeared on page 43, which when I ran out. <laughs> That's a sign. That's a sign. <laughs> oh, dear. Out. Wow. Um, what's... Did anyone see the um, trial? Well, I'm sure you did. What about um, Big Parade earlier in the week? Or was it 21 and a half lengths that won the um, trial by? Mm, unbelievable. Yeah. Yes. Now with Joe Pride from, from Mark Newman. Um, will we go around the missile next week, uh, Luke? Do you know? I don't know, but I'd assume. Yeah, he's, great target. He's, assume so. he's had three mm-hmm. trials, so he's ready to go, guys. Yeah, good to see him back, guys. He's always been a very exciting sprint. A bit, bit um, peaky. Like his best performances of Group Two level, even even bordering Group One. But he, he he kind of struggles to put two or three together. But his fresh runs, in particular, normally just goes like an absolute rocket. So. I'm excited to see what he can do because he's obviously had that long break. But, um, yeah, he wasn't far off that sort of Everest conversation there for a little while when he was sort of hitting his straps in the galaxies and races like that. Mm. Um, A listener just firing a text in about super friendship in that uh, particular race as well. Super friendship to win the last and keep the friendship alive. So that listener's already uh, been on a few Mm. times by the sound of that coming off two wins in a row. So that rounds out on the last, guys. Um, Race 8, Garrison, uh, text here about uh, him currently $17. Um, hey, guys, um, any love for Garrison in Race 8 on the backup? Um, Hurls, is there any money for Garrison at this stage? Uh, no, it's $17. I mean, it's going to be the likely leader, but he'll probably have some mates there with Ruben Lockie and Insurrection, you'd think, all going forward. 
Um, he's on the backup from last week um, when he finished. Yeah, he's, well, he's beaten by Colino last week. I tell you what, that was one of the better goes I've seen for a while. Uh, last week, uh, Colino, we went up 750. Uh, when I did the preview with you, it was into about 460, I think, early in the morning. Mm. Luke had SP'd at 380, and I tell you what, it was an absolute peach uh, by Brett Preble. Uh, to get the cash uh, there last week. That was a huge go. But, um, yeah, looking at Garrison, 17 to 18, back to 17, but insurrection, uh, 250 to 240. Very interested to see how Deepaw goes here this afternoon. I notice uh, um, the trainer said during the week that he brought him down Thursday, just wants to see how he's going to travel um, and thinks that uh, he'll thrive in Melbourne. But, um, yeah, what did you guys think of Deepaw this afternoon? Dave, you go first. Actually- Oh, sorry, Darren. Actually, you, you go. Sorry. Actually, it was a big run uh, in the Ramonia Grafton coming from a mile back. Mm. Um, yeah, I better make sure I don't leave this out of the quaddy. I just uh, noticed before, Ron Duffus, he's made it his best bet. Yeah. 60 yeah, he, kilos. He was keen today, That the Duff on Depor. Yep, he was keen. Davo, can you see it running a bold race? The, the Queensland visitor, he's got a great turn of foot. He's got a turn of speed, doesn't he? We saw that at Ipswich where he ran a really good overall rating and fast time there and strong late splits. The run in the Ramorni, he just got too far back. I would have liked to have seen a little bit more late all the same in that style of race. Um, I think he maps well enough here. He brings that different form and he, he's got to go in the quaddy. I don't. I think he's short enough, personally. Um, look, Insurrection's the horse to, to beat. I couldn't really give you a push for Garrison, but he's $18, so, um, you know... I'm not going to pot him either. But, uh, look, Insurrection's the one to beat. But the, the bet in the race for me, the only bet I could have and I have had, um, is Curtis Island down the bottom there. He's, he's, he's so well exposed, sure, but he's tied to the hip here with Insurrection. I mean, mm. he's, had, he's had two, or he's had, you know, track and distance runs this prep. He's run second Insurrection. He's run second to Iona Murr. Um, and then last time out, he's wide, out the back, and just never worked out for him. Here he gets the inside draw again, which is where he really reacted against Insurrection. And he meets him five kilos better off as well. And he just needs that bit of sting out of the track. So the fact it's still a five this morning, it's not going to be rock hard, which is really important for him. I, I think he's the one that's silly odds here. And, um, you know, they went up 26s. So I'm happy to take that. And even, even the sort of 17s, 18s this morning, he's the only bet I could have in the race. Okay. Well, what about Rupertar? Yeah, good, good fresh and love the goes, trial. Goes well uh, fresh, yeah. 52 can definitely feature here, and that's why I'm a little bit guarded about, you know, taking shorts about insurrection because mm. I think Rupertar's ready to go here as well, and her figures stack up really well fresh as well. Yeah, it was a sharp trial by her at Kembler uh, during the week by Rupertar. Um, Rubenocki might control insurrection's fate a little bit. Rubenocki drawn on the outside of insurrection. We've seen her on a few occasions. She can be really sharp into stride, Rubenocki, and she goes up to soften insurrection. Yeah, it might change the dynamic of the race a bit. Interesting with Garrison, they've been running over 1,200 and then the 1,300-metre win, 1,300 last week and dropping back in trip. Um, he's probably going to be leaders back uh, in the run here over on the inside, and we know he'll be strong at the finish there, uh, coming into this with a longer distance form. Just bearing in mind, this is 1,100 metres today. Yeah, yeah, not a bad shout, Darren. Obviously, 1,100 tempo is different to 13, and Insurrection's a, a bit of a rocket, so uh, he might be happy to just tag and get a nice sit. But, yeah, interesting race, guys. Uh, I think we've covered it off pretty well there. Just having a flick over the text line here, I got a little bit of a rap about my scratching reading this morning, which really excited me, Darren. Oh, you beauty. Yeah, that gets yeah. me gets me back. Um, thanks to that listener who sent that one through. Um, Dave, is there, is there any topic more discussed or, or correspondence sent in than uh, how one host uh, no, does, it's, does it's, reveal the scratchies? It's dropped right off, Hells. It's dropped right off because I've Man, really... Man, I was copying it. You copied it. No, I've really been concentrating. Copy. I'm yeah. really concentrating. I honestly, the, the most steadfast in my concentration I am all week is when I do the 10 minutes of the scratchings because I know they're important to our listeners. Um, so dead set, uh, if a bomb went off in here, I wouldn't even blink. I'd just keep reading. Don't worry about that, boys. Uh, I'm locked in uh, when I'm doing those. So thanks for that. Does Ian Craig's wife, uh, Marilyn, Marilyn Carragher back then, that was her yeah. role. She'd do the scratchings every morning on 2KY. Does Maz ever uh, give you a, a little critiquing on it? Yes, I, I'd be look, I'd, I'd be open to critiquing from anyone, to be honest, uh, on how to better the product uh, for our listeners. I'm absolutely 
uh, locked into providing the best scratching service possible. Dave, I got a little rap there uh, as well earlier. Um, Hogger really liked his analysis in regards to Mogo Magic, where he went on a sermon preaching how he was under the odds today, Davo? Well, you've got to have an opinion, don't you? Oh, yes. And, you you know, sometimes you're right, sometimes you're wrong, and he could come out and bolt in today and you get it wrong. But, um, yeah, like like I said, you know, they're they're the things that I focus on in terms of times and things like that and looking at potential ways the races could be run. And I just think there's far too much risk there at $2.30. One listener suggesting Kelsinator... um has got you under the thumb. Uh, you've got to make your own decisions. Um, that was Hatchie from the Heights, but also said great win last week, boys. So, um, you know, it comes in both ways. Davo, waves this morning for yourself? I was, uh, I've got to give the Kelsonator a wrap, actually. Uh, oh, yes. in the, uh, and I'll give a little plug to the, the uh, Gosford Musical Society, 9 to 5. If you like your musicals, get down to uh, the Gosford uh, the musical the next couple of weeks. I went last night and opening night of the, the musical she's in, 9 to 5, and, gee, it was... Uh, a very proud moment. She does an amazing job, and they they, they were awesome. I, I must admit, guys, when I before I met Kelsey, I'd never gone to a musical in my life, and Kelsey's like right into that musical theatre and performs and and loves going to it. And um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's quite enjoyable. Outstanding, mate. I'll tell you one, recognise you, David. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I uh, the, the guy next to me, we both uh, at the, at, in the intermission, both got the phone out watching the old ashes in the intermission. So, a bit of a laugh about that. Um, I think the multi's open, boys. Um, yeah, Hurls, it's um, it's open. I think we better click on this one today. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Okay, so this is what we've got. We've got uh, race one, and it's shaken. Race number. Uh, yeah, I'll go again. I'll do it in this order as it's listed. Uh, race 10, Banana Queen. Race 7, Tintuki. Race 9, King of the Castle. And race 1, Shaken. It is now open. $50 max will give you a dividend of $4.50. It has just opened. Go to Sports. Today's offers on the website. Excuse me. And on the tab app, Racing and racing offers and disco bank it is open but be quick maximum of fifty dollars beautiful good luck if you're what's, taking it davo what's this four dollars fifty the tab a bit uh, a bit hurt are they after last week five dollars with us and i think that we're going to give the old punters panel a little bit of a wrap i think they got theirs home at thirteen dollars yes. so they must be they must be feeling a little bit hurt after last week four dollars fifty come on get to five dollars lads <laughs> yeah, I fair. Think it's, yeah, no, no. He's given. He's definitely given he's us some a twist. on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just take a thousand bet, a thousand dollars at three sixty on Shaken in the opener too. There, Luke. Oh, okay. So it's very popular today, Darren. The Shaken. So she should be. Yes, yes. Uh, off that great win at Wyong and had been trolling the house down as well. How are you going for time, Davo? I'm good. I'm good. Hanging good. around. I've, I've got. Uh, yep, all good. Today. All right. Well, a few, we've had a few texts about the Ashes. Um, how are we travelling uh, in this fifth test? Uh, I see the Twitter's been busy as well with your thoughts. Yeah, we've got to be in front, but... Oh, we are by two. Yeah, but gee, it was disappointing last night. I mean, had a real chance to ramp home the advantage. And I know it was tough batting conditions in the middle there, but <clears throat> some, some plain shots. And, and then no one wanted to hang around with Smith. Luckily, Cummings had the, had the sort of brains to be able to go, yep, this is the situation. We've got to hang around with Smith. And, gee, we're lucky that the tag wailed there after Smith got out. We mm. did a really good job. I mean, we were 7 for 180, and, and all of a sudden we, we take a 12-run lead into the second innings. I think the key is, two keys, one is Mo and Ali's injured. So, you know, he, he'll bat, but I don't think he'll bowl. So that's that's a big, big, you know, thing for Australia. And, and the other factor is, even though we batted so slowly and we could have batted quicker when Marnus and, and uh, Kawaja are out there, they have bowled 100 overs in that first innings in a fifth test. So there's some pretty tight bowlers in that England team. So if we can contain them to 250, even close to 300 in this second second innings, I think we're, we're a huge show because there's going to be some tired bodies in that, in that last inning for the England bowlers. There you go. To those who asked, there's the, the latest from Davo on the uh, fifth test. Uh, Darren, everything okay there? A bit of rattling going on in the box. Well, <laughs> it's funny. Uh, many weeks ago, uh, my phone charger, which I always leave in the box here at Randwick, vanished, disappeared. <laughs> oh Someone's liberated it. <laughs> oh, was Anyhow, that yours, it's just, was it? <laughs> it reappeared. <laughs> so I thought... Here we go. Could this be any uh, thought, coincidence that I called the trials this week? I thought, and, <laughs> I thought who called the last of the trials here? Uh, well, yes. what Sorry. have you done to it? Sorry, I, I thought it was mine. 
put it in the iPad and there's nothing. Oh, no. <laughs> it's broken. <laughs> oh. You break a phone charger. I'm incriminating myself for theatre only. Oh. It, it wasn't me, I swear. Uh, I swear it, it wasn't me. But um, I did notice the charger sitting there at the trials yesterday. I always bring my own, but... I think there was another one plugged in down the bottom as well, Darren. Just check. Um, I, there was two up there from what I could yes, see. So, yes, yes. So I put the other one in the bag. Um, Charger B will have to come back into play. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always have a backup, boys. Um, mm. Text here about the highway. And a good te- uh, text too from uh, from Docs here. Hey, guys, I think there's a couple over the odds there. Cepedo Beauty's one, down to 53 kilograms, went well in its first highway, only beaten two lengths. Just Go Bang and Wizard of Oz. Uh, maybe we include these horses in first four, etc. Obviously the favourites, they also look quality. Great field, great value. Salire second against Mogo Magic too. I thought it was a better run that day. So I think Dox is right, guys. I, I think it's a deep highway. Um, obviously Melody again, she's got work to do on this map, Davo. And look, I'm not saying she can't win, but she, she is mapping in a negative position and, and some of these outsiders I thought Tags was a good roughie as well so it's a, a real deep highway this week how did you see it? Yeah it's really competitive isn't it um, yeah a little sneaky run from Tags there the other day wasn't it the last mm. 200 uh, I agree with Melody again her biggest problem is she doesn't jump that well and from that gate she's going to be a long long way off them I think so I can't really come into her at that at the price as a result Sapito Beauty I think a talent and a real classy horse. Just 1,200 fresh off the soft trial. The little concern I have there, I agree with Salire. I ended up landing on him. I think he's got to make use of his gate, guys. They keep getting him too far back. I mean, he doesn't jump that badly, but they just want to ride him a long way back. And some of that's been barrier dependent, but I think when he's drawn a gate in the past, they just haven't used, utilised it enough for mine. So he's got to run out 1,200, but I think he can be midfield today with Nash aboard and um, you know, some decent form lines of, of late around Omni Man and, and horses like that. But I agree, I think it's wide. You know, the trial purse will be all over Wizard of Oz off the trials. But for me, he's always trialled like that. So I can't give him a big a big kick up off that. But um, concede he has been trialling nicely. And uh, yeah, there's, you know, Take the Kitty was just as good, if not better, in my opinion. The Melody again the other day was held up and hit the line sectionally wise better than Melody again. So it's a chance if it gets a. Uh, gets a good run. So, yeah, I think I think it's very, very competitive, this highway. Yeah, it certainly is. Uh, I put Melody again on top, but uh, in hindsight, I keep looking at Take the Kitty's performance in that same race. Zaru somehow clung on to beat uh, Melody again, but Take the Kitty was charging home into third, so the three of them all match up again. I, I decided to drop Salire just for the fact that he's had four goes at 1,200 metres now. He's been placed twice. But he hasn't been able to, to win one of them. Those dynamic wins have either been either over 1,000 or 1,100 metres uh, so far. Tricky race today. Mm. Uh, your thoughts, Earls, uh, if any? Um, yeah, look, the gates, obviously, against Melody again. I still can't believe it got rolled last start. Yeah. Um, but that's the uh, reality. Uh, I know you felt my pain as well. Um, yeah, away from that, yeah, I, I thought... Um, Take your point about the distance there for Cepedo Beauty, but I thought it was a good chance. Uh, just a Honky wanted us to read the multi again, so I'll do that for you, uh, Honky. We've got uh, Banana Queen, race 10. That's from... That's you, Hurls. Um, Davo is Tintuki, race 7. Flindell is King of the Castle, uh, race 9. And I'm Shaken, race 1. Race 1, Shaken. So that's the multi this week, $4.50. Uh, is it still open, Hurls? Uh, yes, it is. Perfect. Not for much longer. Um, LP from Manly Centre Beauty, guys, uh, as well, just in regards to the Musical Society. I can't, I, I can't read it on air, but I've put that in the group chat for you. Appreciate that one, LP. That's a beauty. Dave, I will be wrapped uh, to learn of uh, that little plot twist. Um, and there's another one. Um, yeah, actually, we've had Sven has um, echoed a similar thought. So this is good radio. No one knows what I'm talking about. But um, anyway, uh, there's a good little community up there by the sound of it, um, which is fantastic to see. Darren, uh, what's your best today? Because uh, we had a text a little bit earlier um, for a listener who was wanting to keep it simple today with a couple of shorties, thought that Insurrection into Banana Queen was a nice multi, good way to play it today. Um, are you sort of echoing those thoughts or is there something else? I I wouldn't be too hot on the, uh, on the multi, Insurrection, uh, as we really did dissect the race now. I'm, I've got Insurrection on top, but 
I'm starting to waver a little bit there. I'm not wavering on Banana Queen, though I made her my best bet. Love the trail. Race 10, number three. Beautiful, mate. Um, what about for you, Davo? Is there a standout? Uh, I think, well, I thought Tintuki was the best value, but it's dried up now, really. I, I think the, today, I think the best is actually up north, Kanazawa, race four, number three at Eagle Farm. I mean, here he is, guys, with genuine Saturday creds uh, in Sydney last time out, last preparation, form around, think about it, um, good return, and here he is in a class three set weights race with 57 on his back, second up, um, you know, outback action's just going fairly for mine so I thought he was the good thing and keep an eye on this race six number four Freedom Rally at Eagle Farm as well guys this could be a really really nice horse um dollar okay. forty I think he, if, you, if you're playing your multis uh, oh gee I think he might start a dollar twenty eight and um his win last time out was that of a, a subsequent stakes horse so if he's able to reproduce that they'll they won't get within three lengths of him so um interesting to see but uh yeah look he looks really exciting race six number four up there if you're looking for multis but race four number three kanazawa my best at the farm uh new no, stable no kanazawa. Tony B this afternoon <laughs> what was that hurls tony b got rolled last week <laughs> oh, six to four three can you believe it he, he doesn't try does he oh he's just not that good he guy. never he no. never looked it got an absolute peach of a run great ride and just completely and utterly turned it up yeah, I don't think he's that genuine, Davo. Oh, he's just not that good. He's fine. Like, I don't, I don't think it's genuine's an issue. I just think he's, like, you look at the races he come out of Sydney and they were all pretty foxy. Like, they weren't strong races. And, oh, gee, I went up there. I, I wanted, uh, I couldn't find anything to, to back to sort of, you know, I wasn't super keen on an edge in the market. But, um, yeah, when he went up there, no surprise to see him get rolled because I just don't think he's that good. Mm, I'd, I'd have to disagree. I, I think he has a think. I really do. Um, but... Can't agree on everything, can we? Nope. Nope. That's the beauty of our nope. sport, boys. Different opinions, create a market, create a bit of chat, and uh, it's been great chat on the text line. Um, we're nearing the end of the show. Appreciate all the text messages uh, from our listeners this morning. Thanks for being involved with the show. If you've taken the multi today, good luck. Uh, we're looking for two straight. And, Darren, um, you, you, you seem very confident. You're very happy with this multi today, aren't you? I am. And I actually think... With the prices that they are, the four fifty seems all right. Really, uh, we got five dollars last week, and Smart Little Miss was twelve dollars, a twelve dollar chance. So I thought the five was a bit mean last week, but the four fifty is fine today. Absolutely, well, mate, good calling. Thanks for being a part of the show again. Um, enjoyed it as always. Uh, one of my favourite parts of the week uh, behind the gates, uh, just chewing the fat about Randwick, having a laugh and finding a winner along the way. So enjoy and, Randwick. And speaking of along the way and uh, mm. catch you on the roundabout and that, can you play that Paul Ambrosoli ad again before you go to Paul for the... Um, no, no, no. <laughs> that, that one just before 10 o'clock, that was a perler. Well, I thought we were going to play the Jackano ad. Um, did you invoice for that oh, one that's been doing the rounds? Jackano! Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting a few wind-ups about that around. Down. Give us one before you go. Come on. Give us a jack and Oh, jack and <laughs> Good calling today, Darren. Over and out. There he goes, uh, jack and um, Dave-O, thanks for being a part of the show again. Uh, we'll hear you on Sky Racing 1 a bit later. Yeah, no worries. Yeah, looking forward to that this afternoon. Good luck to everyone. Um, yeah, hope it's, a, hope it's a winning day for all. And, uh, yeah, hopefully we can find a few winners. Good on you, mate. Uh, and Hurls, under duress, uh, thanks for being with us, mate. No, mate, that's all right. I, I love doing it as well, but yeah, geez, you don't appreciate your health till you cook. I think. hundred percent. Anyway, well, mate, we're worried mate, about you. We're worried about you. Get, get I'll well, be fine, all right? Mate. Strong get... constitution, mate. See you, mate. <laughs> <laughs> that's been behind the gates. We got to go. I'm worried about health. <laughs> Hopefully, he's back next week. <laughs>